All right, let's pray together. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, how are you all feeling this morning? Feeling pretty good? You think, would you say you're happy or a little sad right now? A little normal? Kind of melancholy? So, here we are. It's kind of a rainy day, and spring break is over. You're going back to school tomorrow. How do you all feel about that? Sad, yeah. Have you had a good two weeks off? Did anybody go anywhere? Where'd you all go? Texas? Where in Texas? South Padre, fun. Where'd you go? The Gray River? The Grays? Okay. Did you go somewhere, Mark? Boise, Idaho. Where'd you go, Bronwyn? Salt Lake City. Anybody else go anywhere? Where'd you go? It was so good, you almost forgot, huh? Moab, Utah. Yeah, that's, oh, that's where I went. My family was in Moab for the last week. And where'd you go? Phoenix. Phoenix. Well, fun. So as we, as we think about that, that going back to school, it's kind of a sad, rainy day, although we're thankful for the rain, aren't we? I wanted to tell you right now is actually a time to celebrate. You know, with those... Somebody, somewhere, came up with the idea that Easter was just one day. This year, Easter Sunday was the 27th of March, two weeks ago. And a lot of people think, we come to church one Easter Sunday, everything's pretty, there's lots of people here, and that's done. And then we're back on to our ordinary lives. But if you didn't know, in the church calendar, Easter lasts for 50 days. It doesn't just happen on one day. We get to celebrate in the church calendar 50 days of Jesus and the resurrection. How he was hung on the cross and it was a dark time, but he beat death, came back and started living the resurrection life. We get to celebrate that not just on one day, but for a whole season. And so if you're a little sad about going back to school tomorrow, remember the things to celebrate. 50 days of Easter, 50 days of resurrection. And technically, we actually celebrate Easter year round. If you ever watch when Father Pogue or Dennis or I get up to do communion on Sunday, we actually remember Easter every time we have the Eucharist and communion together. We remember Easter every time we have a birth, a baptism, a marriage, and even when we have a funeral. We remember and we celebrate the resurrection year round. So as part of these 50 days in the church calendar, um, you heard there's all these stories about people seeing Jesus after he's come back from being dead and he's resurrected. There's all these stories over the next few Sundays that people, they don't recognize him at first, but they see 
the risen Christ with them in human form. And they don't recognize him at first in all of these stories. But Jesus says something or does something that, where they say, oh my gosh, it's Jesus. He's back. He's with us again. And so today, as the, when the young man was reading the stories and then Deacon Dennis read the gospel, we actually have three of those stories today where Jesus is back and people experience him again. The first one was in, the, in Acts, the reading from Acts, where Paul, have you, have you all studied Paul in, with Miss Margaret in the, some of the stories? So you have this guy named Saul who was a bad dude. <laughs> Saul's, nobody really liked Saul. Some people don't like Paul, who he became. But there's a story here. Saul had a major conversion and God came into Saul's life. He was actually a tax collector. Nobody likes the tax collector. And he funded and even stole from some people. And he funded war. And so Saul all of a sudden became Paul. And you realize every reading that we read on a Sunday or when you read scripture by yourselves, there's always a message for you to take out of it. So this story with Saul to Paul is maybe in our own life. Are there people that give you a hard time that you don't like very much? Saul was one of those people. Yet, he eventually became Paul and if you remember from that reading, people were like, why are you going to use him? He was such a bad guy. And Jesus said, I can make all things new, like with the resurrection. And he is now good. And I'm going to use him to spread my love and my name. So we can hear that and take a message for ourselves that if you have someone in your life that you might not like very much or that doesn't like you, Maybe you could think of it like Saul was once a bad guy, but Paul, God changed him into Paul, and Paul did some good. So remember that. Next time you run into those people that you have a hard time with, we're all not perfect people, so sometimes we don't get along. But remember, Saul to Paul. And maybe you can try to love those people that, that you don't have a hard time loving. It, it's, a hard, it's hard to talk about, or easy to talk about, hard to do, but it's one thing as Christians we can all practice. So a second story that comes from that same reading in Acts, there's this guy named Ananias who has a vision and says, go to Paul and help him transform from becoming Saul to Paul. The lesson for us there, if you re read about it, is that Saul actually lost his vision. He could not see for three days. And can you imagine all of a sudden you wake up one morning and you can't see? And then all of a sudden, through Ananias, uh, Paul's, his, Saul's vision comes back. The story that we can all learn from that as we read that is sometimes we like to get our own way, right? Eh, let's be honest, we do. we do, but sometimes, and hopefully we never lose our physical ability to see, but sometimes God may take our sight from us so we can see from a new way, a new perspective, 
And that might be what we have to learn. Have your parents ever told you, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't have this? Have you experienced that before? That's the same kind of thing. They have a greater sight. That they don't want you to have to go through life learning the hard way sometimes. And that's exactly what restored sight with Ananias and Paul looks like. The final, in the gospel that Deacon Dennis read, there's a great, great story there of they're all fishing together. And all, all of the disciples, the majority of them were fishermen. Or, do you guys fish at all? Have you ever had those days when you're on the Snake River, you're cast in your fly, and you just can't get anything to bite. You spend all day, nothing happens. What if God came to you and said, try it over here, and all of a sudden you just started catching cutthroat after cutthroat? That's what happened with the disciples in the gospel story today, is Jesus said, try casting your nets out over here instead of doing it this way, and they, they couldn't get all the fish in the boat. There were so many of them. The story for us there is that, again, we like to do things our own way sometimes. And God may send people um, into our lives and say, why don't you try it my way, a different way, a new way, and you might experience something new and powerful. And then in the later part of that story, you've got the disciple Peter, who is probably one of Jesus' closest homeboys. <laughs> and if you remember leading into the Easter story, Peter is there with Jesus as he's at the trial with Pontius Pilate, and Peter denies his best friend Jesus three times. Do you know this man? No, I don't know him. Three times and then runs away. And this is where that story comes back. And Peter, Jesus asks Peter after they've caught all these fish, Peter, do you love me? And Peter's like, yes, Lord, I love you. A second time, Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know I love you. And then a third time. So what we're supposed to see out of that is probably one of the greatest messages of Easter is that with Peter, Peter denied him three times, kind of royally screwed up. And then we have this continuation or completeness of the circle where Peter's like, I'm not denying you anymore. Yes, I know you. And what we're supposed to hear out of that is we can, we can all make mistakes, right? Have you ever done something? You're just like, I don't know what I was thinking. Why did I do that? But with Peter, three times, Jesus came back. Even though Peter denied him several weeks ago in the stories we read there, God shows us that he is always there for us and with us in the resurrection life. That what we celebrate with the 50 days of Easter year-round with everything in the church is that God is always with us. With Peter, it was three times. With us, it's infinity. There's no number of times. You can do things and always God will be there walking with you. The risen Christ of Easter, what we celebrate, celebrated on March 27th and through the whole season, is with us. And that's what we celebrate with Easter. A very, very powerful and real thing. So, as I said, there are things to celebrate. Even though it's a little rainy outside, you're going back to school. 
the risen Christ walks with you every minute of every day. Something to always remember, always cherish, and to always celebrate. So you might not have thought this. I'm getting ready for tomorrow, but I got some homework for you. This afternoon, tonight, sit down with your family, and I want you to talk about two things. Number one, today in the 21st century here in Jackson, Wyoming, where do you and your family see the risen Christ? There's a number of different ways to answer that question, but it's fun to talk about. Sit down at dinner. Where do you see as a family and yourself the risen Christ? And number two, always remember, remember that Peter denying him three times and God asking him three times, God is always with you. And in Romans, it talks about how nothing you can do can separate you from how much God loves you. So if you didn't hear anything else, remember those last two things. Amen.